Dr. Robin Trailer from Next Level Medical back with another episode of Health Explained. Today I am joined by one of my most favorite, most wonderfulest, most fantastical team members. She is Monica Nolan Salazar, a nurse practitioner. She serves as a lead clinician at Next Level and she leads our hero team here in Houston. As a matter of fact, Monica, you are one of the original heroes of Next Level. Robin, I'm, I'm happy to join you here today. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, it has been an amazing almost 10 years. Next month, we're going to be hitting our 10-year anniversary. And I was one of the original uh, providers at our first location in Sugarland. Oh my gosh, Monica. I cannot even believe, number one, 10 years is a long time. So 10 years in, let's let's rewind to 10 years ago. I'm just going to take a minute to celebrate sure. this 10 year achievement that we are about to cross. 10 years ago, Next Level opens its flagship clinic in Sugarland, Monica, and you know, you are among the first people to ever come in and represent the company to the community. And so what's it like for you in the early days at Next Level? little nerve-wracking to kind of go on uh, board with a new company. I had never um, tried that before. I had been kind of in the traditional setting in the emergency room. Um, So this was a new venture for me, but Mm -hmm. I, you know, was so impressed uh, after speaking to Dr. Breeze about her mission, what she wanted to accomplish. And uh, certainly it was going to give me a little bit better work-life balance compared to the emergency room. So I was happy to join and I was excited to kind of be on the foundational groundwork um, of this, you know, wonderful um, venture that was going to go on. And I was on board from the beginning. Yeah, that Dr. Breeze can be very convincing. She had a vision. She had a vision and I was ready to put on the glasses and go for it. Yes, ma'am. Well, you know. I think many of us have a similar story that, you know, we met the founder, CEO, she explained the vision, she got us excited about Next Level, and then we get here and we go, wow, this company really believes in innovation. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's it's kind of a, it's, we, we are true to innovation, we are true to our mission. Uh, but you really have to bring your sense of humor to work at next level every day. Sure do. <laughs> we, there have been a lot of lot of moments when we just had to laugh, you know. Absolutely. Uh, because because of what's going on in the healthcare landscape, whether mm-hmm. it be you know a double flu season, a COVID pandemic. Or even a super hot summer, like what we're having right now. You know, Next Level has just, we just try to roll with what's going on. I would say that Next Level has literally weathered the storm. Literally. The storms that were coming from the Gulf, (laughs) the storms from the healthcare arena. So we have faced so many challenges and Next Level has always overcome. And so... We have grown from Next Level Urgent Care in 2013, that that first clinic in Sugarland, to putting up nine clinics mm-hmm. in the first nine months. You know, by by 2014, we had a lot in Fort Bend County and kind of going up to the Spring area, kind of covering that west side of the Greater mm-hmm. Houston area. Uh, to today, having about 50 brick and mortar locations, including our urgent cares, our on-site clinics, and so many different lines of service. I mean, Monica, 
you know, we have the urgent care solution, which is open mm -hmm. to anybody, anywhere, anytime uh, for, for access. We take all major commercial insurance, but we have very, very fair self-pay rates uh, for people who yes. don't have insurance. But in addition to our urgent care offering to the public, we do have the primary care offering, which is our, our prime solution. We have our occupational medicine and work comp, which we are calling Next Level Works, W-O-R-X solution. That's right. We have a clinical research solution that was launched in the middle of COVID. And we even have our own Next Level Lab, Monica. I mean, really. Is there anything Next Level cannot do? <laughs> uh, absolutely not. If, if we can um, think about it, plan it out, we will execute it. Yes. And make it happen for that's our community because right. that's what it's about is showing up and being uh, here as a reliable, you know, healthcare service for our, for our community. Right. Whether the lights are on or not, mm -hmm. whether we can bring you indoors or see you outdoors in a tent or in a parking lot. Or even virtually. Or you know? even virtually, we are available mm -hmm. to our community. And so Next Level's mission is to provide high quality, affordable healthcare for all. And today, Monica, you and I, are coming together to talk a lot about health disparities. Mm -hmm. Now, I, you hear health disparities and that's kind of a loaded term. There, There's a lot of like gravity and weight that comes with that kind of a phrase. Uh, health disparities exist for many people, for many reasons, all over the planet, okay? Yes. But let's just talk about our Texas community. There's There are many different reasons why people might be somewhat disenfranchised from the traditional healthcare uh, community and, you know, have a difficult time accessing healthcare. So, like, what are some things that come to your mind, you know, when you think about disparities? Why might people be you know, sure. yes. disenfranchised. You know, I, I definitely am, am happy to speak on this subject because um, it, is, it is significant to talk about the health of, of all for everyone. And right. so I think education plays a role oh, in the sense sure. of their level of education. Yes. I think uh, income level definitely plays yes. a factor in addition to um, maybe some environmental yes. influences. Yes. And um, it could also be, you know, you can look at geographically. Right. The more rural communities versus Absolutely. the more suburban. So access of health care for all is right. definitely uh, can be a challenge. Right. I mean, I know like the, the easy ones, the first ones that pop up in anybody's minds are going to be ethnicity and race. But there's so many different like subclasses of each one of those things. So for instance, ethnicity, are we talking nationality, like US born versus immigrants? Yeah, and you know, it might be a little bit easier for someone who's born around here and who mm -hmm. understands the medical community, as opposed to someone who is newer, a newer neighbor, you know, that, that might have some difficulty accessing the healthcare system here uh, for the first time. And so, you know, those disparities exist, certainly uh, gender inequities. We mm -hmm. know that historically men are paid more than women. That may mean that men um, have better health benefits. 
we know historically that women tend to be the healthcare decision makers mm-hmm. uh, in the home and try to drive healthcare in the home. Uh, and so maybe s- some men have difficulty accessing the healthcare community mm-hmm. uh, because just because of maybe not necessarily having the the support at home to give them the access to to those communities. So there's sure. a lot of different reasons why geography. Monica, my family is from rural East Texas, mm-hmm. and my family goes back in Texas several generations. Mm-hmm. But I can remember being a young girl and literally riding my grandparents from rural East Texas all the way to Houston to access the Houston, like the Texas Medical Center so that they could get evaluated by excellent doctors and by, you know, excellent Mm -hmm. healthcare professionals. By the way, that's not to say that there isn't great care in rural communities, because certainly there are, but there are limits to what you can access, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in some of these smaller communities. So there's all kinds of disparities out here. I agree. I agree. New and old. We talk a lot about like social determinants of health here, and I we're still figuring out like what what that encompasses. Um, there there are many things, and we just we listed a whole litany of issues uh, of why people might have a hard time accessing healthcare. Um, but something something as profound as income. Let's just start with money. Sure. Healthcare can be incredibly expensive, Monica, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like go- walking into the doors of an emergency room might cost a family about $1,000. But Monica, some people don't even have, you know, a couple of hundred dollars exactly. to spend on a PCP visit. And I would say by far, like disposable income and having some kind of like financial path that makes healthcare access easy for you, like that can be a major barrier to accessing healthcare. Can you talk a little bit more uh, about like how, how income disparities can affect the choices that people make about healthcare? Sure, sure. I mean, you know, people are looking at just basic needs that need to be met that week or that month and you know buying groceries of course we know about you know inflation and just the price of eggs was just ridiculous not not only just what a month ago Mm -hmm. um so you know when you're trying to balance your budget your household budget um maybe there is a less amount left over for you know health care services and you know God forbid two and three people in your family get sick at the same time. So that makes it tough. I mean, just buying these, you know, simple over-the-counter medications. You know, for a while we did have some medication shortages. So, you know, it's a very um, fluid arena that that we're in right now. It's kind of an unusual time. However, you know, I think, you know, uh, next level medical is here to fill the gap right. to fill the gap to to help the people that fall in the cracks because um because of our you know model that we have now yeah to to make healthcare more accessible more affordable and um you know provide care at also odd hours because you know right. people go to work 
nine to five, maybe maybe till six. Right. Pick up your kids from daycare, from right. school, and then you don't have time to go to the doctor. Why? Right. Because you've got to get up and do the same thing in the morning. Yes. So next level's open till nine. So, you know, come on in. Let's have an appointment at seven o'clock at night. We will right. take care of your health care needs. And we can take care of those also on the weekends, yes. you know, when most people are, are off of work. Yeah, mm-hmm. because, you know, after the PCP's office closes at, you know, 4 or 5 p.m., and they're not open again into the next day, some families found themselves in a bind, you sure. know, with fever in the home or pain in the home, mm-hmm. and they just didn't know how to manage the issue without getting evaluated by some medical professional mm-hmm. before first thing in the morning. So there is that like that that basic convenience gap, you know, that time gap. But then like let's dig a little deeper and and talk some more about the cost for those people who couldn't access their PCP after 5 p.m., they might find themselves in an emergency room True. where they will get excellent care and service, mm-hmm. okay? Like, shouts out to all of the first-line healthcare workers in the emergency rooms. We have been you, Monica sure, and sure, I. Sure, <laughs> Both cut our teeth in the ER, but uh, also, you know, we we understand that it's a, it's a, it's a high toll, you know, a, a high honor, but also a high toll on those frontline healthcare workers mm-hmm. um, to take care of just anything that's walking through those ER doors um, at any hour. And it could be something as simple as an ear infection or strep throat, or it could be something as severe as a heart attack or a stroke, sure. which is why the cost is so high, Monica. Exactly. Exactly. That's why the cost is so high. And I think many people access that emergency room with non-emergent issues mm-hmm. and just get shocked by the ER bill, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a couple of weeks when it comes back. Now, Next Level's goal is to be that solution so people don't have to experience that that shock price, you know, and that shock bill in the mail. So, Monica, you know, in the beginning and even now, Next Level is bridging that gap. Can you talk a little bit about um, the kinds of things that we are offering at Next Level Urgent Care to people uh, you know, whether sure. they are commercially insured and may just pay like a, you know, 30 or $40 copay, sometimes even less, sometimes zero, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, for, for some of our prime members, um, or even for people who are uninsured, you know, no one pays more than, we're definitely, yeah, definitely no more than $250 at mm-hmm. Next Level Urgent Care for basic urgent care that's non-work comp, you know, and I think, you know, given the range of things that we cover, that is a far, far lower mm-hmm. cost than what people are going to pay at an emergency room. You know, it can depend also upon the season, but, you know, we're still seeing, you know, ear infections, urinary tract infections. Um, this time of the year, some poison ivy. Oh, gosh, yes. Maybe some, you know, people that are slipping at the poolside mm-hmm. and, you know, they've accidentally cut themselves, you know, on the chin or whatnot. Um, you know, we'll also see some basic, you know, upper respiratory infections, some right. allergic reactions, or maybe just some, you know, um, some basic, um, 
dermatitis oh, issues. Gosh, sunburn. Sunburn. Some exactly. Years ago, I saw I saw an ad uh, for a local uh, emergency room and they were advertising that they treat sunburn and I thought, oh my goodness. goodness. I hope no I hope no one finds themselves in the ER for sunburn. I we know. can handle that True. at urgent care for one tenth of the cost usually. Um, but also it's like, it's really hot. So we get a fair amount of like dehydration, True. heat exhaustion. I always, usually before the end of the summer, I see one or two kids who come in with some kind of heat related thing, True. like, you know, near rhabdo, myelitis, just mm-hmm. muscle cramps and fatigue, very dehydrated. Have you seen anything like that? We know, have seen in the a last few cases because, you know, that's been so hot. It's been over a hundred degrees. Yes. You know, if we have people that work outside. Yes. And so absolutely. And, you know, we will have an occasional, uh, you know, fracture that we you know identify on we have in-house x-ray yes. so you don't have to leave our facility to get an x-ray so you know some some basic fractures you know if if we can care for them here in our facility we will and so that saves money right there as well so right. you don't have to go to uh, an orthopedist uh, of course, if it's necessary and if something is beyond our scope, then we will certainly refer that out. Oh, gosh, yes. I like to say we're brave, but we're not crazy. Exactly. Uh, so simple exactly. fractures we will keep and treat here at Next Level. We will splint and cast those sure. until they're healed, maybe, you know, six weeks, uh, eight weeks or something. But something that's more severe, we certainly will get those out to mm-hmm. um, the appropriate uh, medical professional who can mm-hmm. who can treat that. Uh, Monica, you're talking a lot about like what we're treating in the urgent cares. How do you know how we got into Prime? Like, what was your experience encountering Prime as a next level team member? You start to hear about sure. it and who we're offering it to. Like, can you just talk about your Prime experience here? Sure. So, um, Prime is definitely innovative. Um, it was presented kind of like as a lower, um, you know, cost, uh, more affordable healthcare um, avenue and, you know, offering that to employers to help offset some, you know, expenses that they were having and we could help, um, you know, provide maybe more accessible care to their employees at a more affordable price for the employer and the employee, as a matter of fact. Nine to nine every day. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, we we take care of children. We take care of adults. We we have, you know, the whole spectrum um, of of patients, you know, male, female. We just, we don't specialize in just one one arena. And uh, primary care is something that, you know, it can take up to three to four weeks. Sometimes even more. Exactly. I heard a recent very scary statistic that said that some patients on average are waiting two, three months to get in yes. to see their PCP. Mm. And that to me, as a primary care doctor, sure. that is for me just heartbreaking. The idea that people mm-hmm. are waiting that long to get in to mm-hmm. see their doctor just to check on their health. And so Next Level is really trying to offer the solution. So Prime... We're open every day, nine to nine, mm-hmm. for urgent care and for primary care. Okay, that is so that's a me- meeting a huge need in the community because, you know, your your primary care screening is where you're going to identify if there is, you know, diabetes going on or if you have high blood pressure, yes. and so that way we're not catching health 
problems when they're, you know, far more advanced. Yes. Trying to jump on, you know, getting the, um, the you know, the blood pressure under control yes. until it, before it causes long-term health conditions, yes. you know? Yes, 100%. We mm -hmm. have a, a very beloved team member who is admonishing all of us to get our health checks, you know, mm -hmm. before an issue blossoms into something that is more severe and more difficult to control. And so really next level solution to chipping away at health disparities for any reason, okay? Whether those disparities be for income, race or ethnicity, education, geography, whatever, you know, next level again has nearly 50 brick and mortar locations between Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Beaumont, yes. you name it, we're all over the place. And so we, we just, we really wanna offer a solution to the community. Now, our prime, our, our, our prime product is something that is being offered to employers. We had a little trial with some individual memberships mm -hmm. and, and there were some people in the community who, who chose the individual prime memberships, but really we find that we can do more good for our communities when we kind of focus on employers and get them to sign up their teams. We find that they have people wind up having fewer lost days at work because we are open, you know, all all hours every every day and on the weekends, um, except for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Exactly. Uh, and also, like you said, for employers who wind up covering those health bills for catastrophic care um, and for unanticipated health issues, it really can be kind of a, a salve to have a place to send your employees where you know the cost is fixed, okay? It's fixed. So those, those people are able to access next level urgent care, or next level prime, unlimited amounts of times uh, in in any given month or year, and it's it's more than just the physical care. We really are doing our best to take care of the whole person. Mm -hmm. So we have like weight loss experts on our prime service. We have mental health experts on our prime service. And I think it's very comprehensive. Yes, it's looking at the whole person. Um, we're definitely, um, you know, identifying the needs of our, our patients and, and meeting them where they're at. Right. I think that's the key. Right. 100%. Well, Monica, you and I could go on and on and on about health disparities and social determinants of health, but I think what I really want our audience to take away is that Next Level is very interested in bridging that gap and offering an affordable solution, but a, a really fantastic healthcare solution that can work for anybody, anywhere, anytime. Thank you so much, Health Explained listeners, for tuning in again this month. Monica Nolan Salazar, nurse practitioner mm -hmm. extraordinaire, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you, Dr. Trailer. It's been a pleasure, and I'm grateful for the uh, invitation. Fantastic. We'll see you next time.